Hey, Freedom Fighters. This is David Delaney with 10 Bound. Thank you so much for listening to the Sales Development Podcast and tuning in each week. You are amazing. Sales development is the hardest job on the go-to-market team, and you do it well every day, and we appreciate you being here. Hey, I wanted to really quickly let you know about a project that we've been working on over the last couple months that we launched a beta version over at 10bound.com forward slash directory. And what this is, is a directory to help you out as you're looking for products and services that support your sales development efforts. As you may know, we have developed the first sales development industry market map where we pull together the very, very specialized products and services that are created to help you hit your sales development goals. And the number one the request that we got after we developed the market map is, hey, how do I double click on this and learn more about the companies, products and services that are on the market map here on Tambound? And we didn't have anything like that. You could just basically download the market map and kind of use it as a guide to start looking at some of these other companies that you may need for your sales development strategy. So we developed the directory. And what it is, is basically you look at the market map, you look at the quadrant that you're interested in. So say you're shopping for outsourced SDR services, or you're looking at all the different availabilities around sales engagement platforms that are there. Now you can actually double click on that, go to the directory, and each one of the companies will have their own page, a showcase page where they can put down very quickly, okay, what's the difference between them and the other ones? What's their value prop? What are their case studies? And how do I get in touch with them? You know, boom, 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 an easy way for you to, to check whether they're legit. This is a beta version, so we're going to be developing more robust capabilities so that you can save companies, look at their various ratings on rating sites, and have that all in one place as you're doing your sales development research. So we're really excited about that. If you are a company that sells to the sales development community, be sure to claim your profile, get on there, register, get your page up, get your value prop up, get a few differentiators so that people know about you and they don't have to go to you know, a bunch of different sites. They can just start to gather that information in one place. And be sure to leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know what it's missing, what would help you to be able to determine your sales development strategy and companies that you use that aren't on the market map and are not in the directory, but should be that have really helped you to achieve your sales development goals. So again, it's 10bound.com forward slash directory. Get on there, check it out. Let us know what you think. Thanks. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another edition of the sales development podcast. I am honored and blessed to get my next guest on the show. She is Cece Fry, the manager and of business development over at SurveyMonkey. Cece, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. And I am very excited. I was recommended to contact you through our friends over at Modern Sales Pros. And if you guys don't know about Modern Sales Pros, you've got to join. It's an amazing organization online. And they said we should definitely have you on the show. And get into your head about how you've created the successful program over at SurveyMonkey. Awesome. Yeah, really, really excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. So if folks are not familiar with your path, you've had a really interesting career up to date. 
Tell us about your background and how you got into sales and business development. Absolutely. So I actually, I'm from Maui, Hawaii, which not a lot of people know this about me. I grew, grew up there, was, lived there for 15 years. But I went to school in Santa Cruz and throughout my life, I had a lot of customer experience and customer facing sales positions, working a lot in retail more specifically. And after graduating, I my, was actually scheduled to go to law school and I decided at the last minute that I was not passionate about law, but that I was passionate about and very curious about people, sales and making money. And I wanted to find some an opportunity where I could leverage all three of those. And so sales was a natural segue for me into that. And I worked a lot at Enterprise Rent-A-Car, managed a small team, and then decided that I wanted to make a career change. And to do that, which a lot of people that are, are probably listening have had similar paths where they want to get into sales, they want to break into tech sales, but they don't have the experience that they need to be an account executive. And so I fell in that bucket. So being a BDR was a natural natural career path for me. I really enjoyed it. I actually was a BDR at a small startup in San Bruno for a while. I really enjoyed being able to connect with prospects, learn their, hear about their pain points, and really just build relationships. And from there, I moved into team lead role and then into a manager role now. And so that's kind of been my journey into sales development. And it's probably one of the best decisions I've made. Okay. So let me ask you this. So I just going from your journey of BDR to team lead to manager, a lot of people are really interested in that process. They might be a BDR right now, or, you know, they're, they're curious to see how you went about, you know, making those promotions. And so tell us about, you know, what was your, wh- how did, how did that take place? And, you know, what did you learn from that process? Good question. For me and what I, I tell people on my team, because I get this question quite quite often, is you always want to understand how to become invaluable at a company. So if you can become that person that needs to be invited to certain meetings or has to has to be there to offer advice or to be there just in terms of building pipeline and sales, like you want to be be the best of the best. And it's oftentimes BDRs fall into or SDRs fall into this notion of you know, I just have to book meetings and I just need to go through, go through the motions. But if you can think a little bit big picture, think more about what you're doing, how this drives the business objectives, and then you will become truly invaluable and that's going to help you drive your career. But more from the day-to-day, just really finding ways to hit your quota often, being consistent, being involved with your account executives, really having a, being lockstep with them, understanding their goals, understanding how you can help drive their success. Find other projects that you can get involved in. So I'm a huge fan of people who are able to hit their quotas and be able to have that consistency, like finding other areas of the business that you're interested in, because that's going to help. Team lead is a really, really unique position. And I would highly encourage any sales leaders out there to have them in place, because it's a really good way for you to get that experience of being a coach, but also still having your individual contributor position. So team lead for me was being able to get a taste of management, whether it was through hiring and recruiting, managing a small team, but also still being able to do my SDR work. And I really enjoyed that. I love that. And so I love that that concept of becoming invaluable because now you're a manager, you're managing this team. How does somebody on your team 
become invaluable to you following some of those steps that you gave us? Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast not too long ago and it was, are you making your life, your, your managers or your boss's life easier? And as SDRs, if you talk to your, your managers and you say, what are your goals? How can I help, help the team? It's how can you elevate those around you? And if you can find that, that's how you become invaluable. And it's really when I think about the, another topic of mastery, it's a lot of SDRs who are really good. It's because they're able to not only be consistent and hit their numbers, but they, they're able to help someone who, maybe not be, someone who may not be performing as well elevate their career, or they're able to, you can sit a new person next to them, and then they're instantly learning the same strategies and high performing. So that's kind of the concept that I like to think through. Oh my God. Can you imagine someone, I mean, as a manager perspective, they're hitting their number, and they're helping people on the team to elevate their skills at the same time, you would just love that person, I would think. Yep. <laughs> and it helps you too, because people naturally want more responsibility. So if you share some of the strategies that you're working on, there might be something that, and even as a manager, like I know there's some things that I may not be as good at, but maybe someone on my team is really interested in it and they may have another perspective and that still helps us reach that same common goal. And what, what, you know, looking at it from the other perspective, so as you look up in the organization to, you know, your manager and people on the leadership team, what have you learned about how to best work with people, you know, above you on the org chart, you know, to, to give them what they need so that they can feel like you're invaluable? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really love that question. It's, and I've been trying to find a really good book on this topic, actually. It's the concept of managing up and managing down at the same time. And our leadership team and most sales leaders are thinking at 50 feet above, right? And an SCR or someone who may be closer to the front lines is thinking more tactical, more, you know, how do I get my job done? Whereas your leaders really care about, okay, what is the overall strategy? What, what are we doing to advance the market or to set ourselves apart from competitors? What are we doing even now where we're thinking through 2020 strategies? What are we doing now to scale the team? And what are some of the, what do I not know? A lot of leaders, and I actually have the privilege to work really closely with our senior leadership team. I, I report into one of our senior leaders here on the sales side, but you know, what, what they're always asking is, you know, what, what is the team doing? What, how can we replicate that success? How can we scale faster and accelerate some of the campaigns that we're running? And how can we overall just get to our revenue and pipeline targets? Yes. And so you have that information. How do you, how do you gather that information so that, you know, you can be prepared for meetings and, and come to them with the information that they need? Do you have to do all that yourself or do you have some help to get that information together? That's a really good question. So I work really closely with my team leads to understand like what, what are some of the like messaging that we're using that's working? What are, what are trends that we're seeing? We have a, a really fantastic team here of sales operational folks and sales enablement teams. And we work really closely together on aligning on the key metrics that we use to define success on our team. And I think that's really where you need to start. It's understanding what are the overall objectives of the sales team and how does the sales development team fit in there? And then from there, it's just understanding. I ask a lot of questions about what should I come prepared with? What, what do you need? And, and it's this concept of understanding what my boss's boss's boss cares about, right? It's yeah. 
what are, what are their goals? What, what's keeping them up at night? And then how do I take that off their plate? So if it's sometimes that those needs change, sometimes it's, you know, you, it's a conversation of like, what is, what is the daily rigor that we're doing across the team? Like, how are you making our teams productive? How many dials are we doing? How many conversations are we having? Or maybe it's how do we increase conversion rates? How do we get more meetings later in down the sales funnel? So it's, it's really just aligning on like what the key metrics are to define the success. And I like to take a lot of ownership in doing that myself. So I, I realized that having such a large team right now, I'm not able to do that all myself. And so I am self-aware to know that I do need help from our ops team to get the reports that I need. And also from an enablement perspective to get the right coaching in place. But as long as I understand what that vision is and what the overall objectives are, we're all working together on that. I love this. So a few words that I wrote down is ownership, self-awareness, and then I love your communication style because you're really digging in with the people above you and your boss and stuff on what do they need? What's their boss's boss's boss, you know, looking for so that you can go back and like almost reverse engineer how to give them that information and manage the team in that way. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I love that. And so what are some of the challenges that you're facing right now with getting all this together? Because I'm sure that there's got to be some things that are just like, uh, you know, what, what, how do I solve these issues? Yeah, that's a, a good question too. And we're just really trying to move as quickly as we can. We've really sometimes, and it's interesting, we consider ourselves sometimes like a startup within a larger company, but we're really just trying to figure out a way to standardize and streamline the team. So we've grown a ton over the last year and we continue to hire lots of SDR. So it's really, how can we create this repeatable and scalable process? So a lot of the motions that we're doing now, we're seeing a lot of success and we have really good strategies. It's just how can we multiply that at a quicker rate? And so that's that's been what I've been really focused on and trying to get that motion together. How do you how do you go about doing that? Because I'm sure that there's a lot of different data points, you know, that you have to bring together and there's all these different reports and there's different people that have different opinions on things. So how do you take that whole, you know, like grouping of information and, and actually put it into some kind of process? Yeah, you have to have a goal, right? You have to have a clear plan. So it's really starting with planning. So we do a lot of planning. We down to like how many people, what's our headcount for next quarter? What's, what, are, what are our campaigns? What are the messaging that we're doing? It's figuring out, okay, these are the key metrics that we've discussed. These are, this is what we want to do. And this is the, the path of innovation that we, that we desire. And it's figuring out, okay, how do we get all these together? We, we do a lot of communication between our team. I think part of it is, you know, using the data as well. Like data tells a really unique story. And if you can coach through data, rely on data and use data to make business decisions, then that's going to help you long-term. So we do a lot of gathering of feedback. We work with, and we are a feedback company as well. So we use our tool internally to on different projects and initiatives, and that helps us create our overall strategy. And that's what we use. That's really interesting that you use your own product because it seems like that is the missing link a lot. It's like, we're trying to sort of make this process without all the information and, and us, you know, getting the information is sort of the missing link, but you guys actually sell the way to get that information so that you must be pretty good at using it, right? Yeah, because the, the worst thing you want is to invest time, tools, resources into the wrong thing based off of an assumption, right? 
So if you can actually look at the data and use that to understand exactly what's happening and where the biggest needs are, where the gaps are within your business, that's going to help you, you know, invest in the right places. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that's a major takeaway. After you listen to this podcast, go out and check out SurveyMonkey because if you're not using it to gather this information for your sales development program, you're missing a huge piece of the puzzle and trying to find out what are the gaps, where should we focus, what's the data telling us, right? (laughs) That's perfect. And now I wanted to ask you, where does training come in for you? Like I know coming from your background at enterprise, you know, I know that training is a really important part of that program. And, and so how do you think about training and then giving people the skills on your team to be able to execute the process? Yeah, that's a good question too. And we do lots of trainings across the team at all scales. And it's this constant, we're big on feedback. We're big about constantly learning and we actually do a lot of internal like fireside chats or just different things around different topics to help equip our team with all sales skills right so it's not only how can you do your job better but it's how can you communicate effectively how can you start to envision yourself in your future role and what are those skills that you can learn and develop now to help you get there so from a training perspective it's really just Pre, pre-hire, during hire, and, and, and post into your transitional period. We, we work really closely with our enablement teams. We really align and, and use feedback to see what the gaps are. Literally, we, we do surveys for everything. After someone finishes onboarding, after <laughs> we've been in the role for a while, we do quarterly, quarterly surveys to see what the gaps are. So we really, I truly mean that we, we truly use surveys for everything to figure out what our strategies are. But from training, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that after a while, people are just like, God, stop sending me all these surveys. But <laughs> it's like, it's so <laughs> critical to gather this information. And, and before talking to you, I didn't really realize how important surveys are for running your team effectively. Yep, absolutely. And knowing, you know, we were talking about training. It's like, is this training working? Is it helping you? What should we add into the training? Like gathering up that information from the team is just seems critical. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's, that's been really helpful for us as well. I love that. Okay. And so you've got this whole thing planned out. The other thing that you've mentioned a bunch of times is alignment. So it seems like, you know, internally compared to some companies that are out there, you've figured out the communication between like the marketing team, sales enablement, your team, the sales team. It sounds like it's pretty well aligned so that you can get this stuff done. Yeah, alignment is is really key because we're all here to drive pipeline and revenue, right, for the for the team and most of the teams and cross-functional partners that we're working with on a day-to-day basis all have their own unique goals and what you'll see is there's a very unique commonality between how other teams are goaled and there's usually some type of sales component which is pipeline that's what we're here for. And having that alignment will help you drive the right campaigns. It will help you drive the right resources in the right places. And it also just gives overall visibility into what are, what are all the other teams working on? How can we leverage that to help our team, right? And so having, those, having that visibility and insight into some of the things that the teams are working on and, and making sure that we are communicating as often as possible, that's going to help us move our business forward. So would you say pipeline is kind of that, that unifying language that kind of pulls all these different departments together. If we can all talk about pipeline, then it makes sense to everybody. And then we could talk about how 
we're getting the pipeline and how it converts to sales on the conversion rate side? Yeah, I mean, I would probably say overall, we, we're looking at probably the, the main three things is meeting schedule to pipeline and then from pipeline to opportunity close one, right? Like that's what, we, what we're all looking at at a high level, but each unique team is focusing on, on either top of funnel or later stage enablement. But it's really those things. Yeah, it, comes, it, it really boils down to that. And it's like, if we can get everybody on the same page, working in the same direction, it can be so much more effective. And it sounds like, you know, you figure that out. For your team, you know, career path. I know career path is super important. How do you, how do you think about like taking a group of BDRs and putting some kind of career path in place or at least giving them some support there? Career path is huge. You know, you have to give SDRs motivation. You have to give them something that they're working towards and skills that they're developing along the way. We have a really unique career path where we're identifying, okay, what are the the main things you need to learn in the first three to six months as a BDR or an SDR, right? And then what are the main things that you should be learning from six to 12 months? And then from there, you know, what are the unique skills that you need to learn to be an account executive or to go into a team lead position? And so we really have different benchmarks that we like to consider. And so for us, we do have both inbound and outbound teams. So we like to give people different ownership of getting inbound experience where they get to focus just on the inbound leads and then moving them from the inbound to the outbound team. And then we also have an SMB team where, you know, that's, specifically something that we built for our team this year. And that's been an opportunity for us to promote high-performing SDRs and give them a career path without just throwing them into, <laughs> into the fire with some of the larger accounts. So that's, that's kind of how we think about career pathing. But something that I, a tip that I like to tell my team is don't define yourself just to what is in place today. The company could look completely different in a year from now, even six months from now. And if you're passionate about something, if you're really interested in, in a career path, you drive that conversation. It, it's up to you to identify what you're interested in, what you'd like to do. And then me as a manager, it's my goal to help create a plan to help you get there. So career pathing is really a two-way conversation. It's companies should give, give SDRs and, and salespeople an opportunity to have a, a path. But in reality, that path isn't always clearly defined as we as quickly as we'd like it to be. So it's it's a little bit of that give and take mentality. I love that. I mean, I think that there has been a change in the last you know five to ten years. Whereas way back in the day when I first got into this, you know, you were really expected to like come in and just do the one job that you were hired for. And you know, if if you even thought about trying something new within the company, it was kind of frowned upon, or at least at the companies that I worked at. But it seems like now managers are more open to have that conversation of, hey, you know, you're not going to be a BDR forever, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like a lockstep into an AE position. It could be more, you know, what are what really gets you up in the morning and makes you excited? And maybe we have that position somewhere at the company. Yeah. And creating mentor programs too, if if you know someone is is doing really well and they're invaluable to your team, create a mentor for them. Maybe someone on the AE team, give them opportunities to maybe start to take more ownership in the sales process, having them take first calls, right? Or doing more of that discovery or even, you know, letting some of the smaller, smaller opportunities, giving them more exposure to 
going through the entire process with you. I think that's really powerful as well. Definitely. I mean, what a great opportunity. And it's, it's also, it's good. Are you, is your team mostly in the office in the Bay Area? Are they remote? Is it a combination of both? So we are all here in office, which makes it easier. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Here. We have a pretty big team. We all sit on the same floor. We do everything together. We're here locally. So it makes it a lot easier to have those opportunities. But we do have other team members that are not remote on others. So we, we have our, our function is broken up, but the team that I'm primarily supporting is here. So we still do get opportunities to cross collaborate with some of the other teams that may be in our Portland office or Ottawa office or even in Dublin. Yeah, definitely. It, it seems like, you know, it used to be everybody was in the same office and there was a lot of camaraderie and there was a lot of, you know, cross pollination because of that. But now we're coming to a more remote environment where a lot of a lot of SDR teams, BDR teams are just spread out like all over the globe and it presents a new management challenge to be able to just kind of create a team from people that are working remotely. So yep. now what what's coming up for you? Is there is there, you know, something that's exciting that you're working on right now and you know you're you're stoked for you're just trying to get through the next quarter? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really, you know, it's it's one quarter at a time. We just we just wrapped up Q three and you know, new, new start, it's on, on with the new, right? Fresh late. But yeah, I'm just really excited about all the growth that we've done. We've gone through a couple of recent acquisitions, which have been really exciting for us and new changes with the leadership team. And so I'm just really, really stoked about getting our teams aligned, getting new processes in place. We have a couple items on our roadmap in terms of, you know, sales acceleration tools that we're looking at for the team. And so there's lots of lots of really unique things that I'm excited about, but really just going into next year and, and planning, strategy planning right now. Nice. Okay. So you might get tons of phone calls from BDRs from sales acceleration platforms. So if you're listening <laughs> to this, you know, don't inundate CC with phone calls, okay? Just be respectful. <laughs> but that sounds super exciting. And I just I'm just really excited to introduce you to the audience and it's been a great career so far what's next for you like is sales development something that you want to focus on or are you looking already to the next step in your career yeah that's a good question actually i was talking to one of my mentors recently and there's always this idea of sales development and then you have to pick a path right like where do you go from there it's sales development and then leadership and then you either go into sales or you go into another another department so for me it's really just pretty new to SurveyMonkey still. So I'm really excited about just, you know, proving our team's value and also just figuring out how to get, get the most value out of what we're doing. But next for me, I would say just continuing to develop future leaders. I, my most, the one thing I'm always really, really passionate about is seeing people that I help develop and grow in their careers. So I'm really excited about working with some of the team leads we have in place, helping them get to the next step in their career as well as the SDR team. And then moving into more of a senior leadership role within the sales development org. I love it. I love it. We are going to track your success because it's been great so far. And I can't wait to see what happens next. Last question for you. Do you still have family over in Maui? Not as much. It's mostly just friends and family now. <laughs> but my mom was the last to move over. And I actually moved by myself. And my mom followed me after. Oh, wow. Most okay. of my family is here now. 
Okay. But that doesn't mean I can't take a trip here and there. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. When are you going <laughs> back? Awesome. Well, thank you, Cece. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. And like I said, we're excited to track your career moving forward and just appreciate you being on the podcast. If folks want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to connect? I respond really, really well to unique messages. So being a BDR myself, if you do your research and connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn. I will respond usually pretty quickly, but I also welcome any opportunities just to chat, talk best practices or collaborate. So reach out via LinkedIn. That's the best. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So yes, she is in strategy planning mode. She's She's got her thinking cap on for 2020, but let's be respectful and LinkedIn is the best way. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> well, thank you so much and good luck with everything and can't wait to track your progress. Thank you so much, David. Thank you for listening to the Sales Development Podcast, the only audio forum 100% focused and dedicated to sales development with your host, David Delaney. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and take a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Your support makes our show possible. If you are struggling with your sales development program, contact us at 10bound.com for a no-obligation exploratory call. Again, that's 10bound.com.